0: Welcome to Fright School. Are you ready? Class is in session. Welcome to another exciting session of Fright School. We're having a session. Hello, Joe. Hello, Joshua.
1: How are you doing? Oh my God, my heart is racing, Joshua. Yes, why? Because I... I, without you, unprompted by this show, saw a horror film in a theater by myself. Well, with my buddy, but
0: you know. (sighs) Do you? Are you getting verklempt? Are you getting totally verklempt? Uh, Mostly because I was left out. Oh my god! No, I'm kidding. Um, Um, I'm fucking busy. I I know. Uh, Go ahead, though. Um, You saw what? So. Yeah, so
1: I saw Overlord. Overlord, yes. Overlord, 2018, Overlord. And it is good. I thought Scary. it was really good. Scary, and it's like. Thought provoking. Thought provoking. <laughs> I like war movies, you know. Cool. I like war movies. Uh I specifically like war movies that deal with like the moral implications of like soldiers and it complicates it. It's not just like we're killing Nazis. It's right. you know, who are we just as bad as them or whatever. Right. So this had like a lot of the elements of war films that I like. Cool. And it also had a lot of elements of horror. I've also not been like this shook by a film in a while. And it was just like, I was, there were several jump scares that I did not see coming cause I was so enraptured and yeah, it's, it's good.
0: Um, Cool. You need to see it soon. So <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I definitely want to see it. You know, I actually think that'd be a very interesting thing to, uh, to explore on the show, like the soldier in horror cinema. Mm-hmm,
1: you mm-hmm. know,
0: um, or not even just soldiers, but like that whole like g- the government and warfare. You know, the, those sorts of things. That's there, there's a lot of great movies that those yeah. things intersect. So we should we should yeah. look at that as a <coughs> as a series. <coughs> And we talk
1: about, like, you know, when you're talking about, the, like, a monster film, because this is, like, the premise of Overlord, you know, without giving away too many spoilers, is um, that uh, this company of airborne rangers needs to uh take out this air this radio tower in order for d-day to happen successfully like a lot hinges on this one mission cool and in the middle of that they make a startling discovery in a basement science lab ah um and it you know as one does as one does and you know there's a lot of there's been a lot of um, portrayal of like Nazi conspiracy, super soldiery type stuff in in media lately. And, um, this takes that to the horror degree. And as with any monster film, you, you know, it's like, who's the monster, right? You know, what's the monster? What are we fighting against? And there's an interesting moment at the very end in the last 10 minutes of it, where it's like, ah, yes, monsters.
0: Who are they? Who are they? Cool. Well, yeah, I've said that now too much, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing it. I, I do really want to see it. I, I remember seeing the the trailers a while ago and going, yeah, I gotta, gotta go and see that. So I'm glad that you gave it a good review. Cause yeah. I definitely want to go. Yeah. I, I liked it a lot. Enjoy that.
1: And you know, as someone who like, it's not, I'm not averse to seeing war films or seeing that kind of portrayal. Um, as a war film like without the supernatural elements it holds as a war film and it's very visceral and you know i would i could say like it's it's at the point right now where there's only two showings in the theater so if you can find a theater that's
0: oh, okay you
1: know yeah. i mean i know it's I, been out it's, it's been out for a while but at the same time like it's meant to be seen on the big screen like it's meant to be to have that kind of texture in it so
0: awesome yeah. All right. Well, I'm, I'm definitely look forward to seeing it then, and um, we we should uh, we'll have to think talk about, about it. Yeah, talking about in that full and, later. And some of the uh, you know some of the other horror films that intersect with that with war and you know the government and all of that because yeah, t- uh, that's a whole genre unto itself and mm-hmm. what that says about pop culture and and cultural consciousness. Yeah, I, I think is it could be very fascinating to delve into. Yeah. Um, what else have you been up to? Anything fun? Anything exciting?
1: Um, no, just, you know, looking forward to cr- Christmas. 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 Um, yeah, just looking, looking forward to it. I am, um, I am, uh, this is fun. I am meeting with, uh, some like-minded queers and we are going to, um, usher in the solstice, uh, coming up this cool. Friday. So... Awesome. I awesome. want to have happy solstice. I like it. I have no idea what we're going to be doing. I would like to remain clothed, so I'll make that intention very clear in the beginning. But you know, who knows? Anything's on the table right now, Joshua. All right. Well, I think that is great and I support you, uh, nudity or not. Thank you. I'm ready, getting ready to usher in the longest night. Oh,
0: night divine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. What
1: about you, Joshua?
0: What's new with you? Uh, you know, nothing new. Just uh, I have a, I've got my wisdom teeth extraction coming up. So it's good that this kind of coincides with mm-hmm. this. this. isn't really a full episode today. We're just uh, sort of touching base. We're going to be on uh, break. I mean, hopefully I heal quickly. And we can get back, you know, and and get, you know... We have horror to talk about. Yeah, we do. We have a lot to talk about. And so it's just, it sucks. This is all kind of coinciding. It's a bad time, but... um, We did want to give you still something, listener. Yes, yes, of course we did. We want to throw you a cookie. Um, And this is so interesting. You could probably hear in the background, there's music and people talking because I'm hosting a party um, Mm. for... This is Joshua's Living Wake. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Uh, No, this is uh, Black and Pink, uh, which is this... Uh, radical uh, organization. My phone isn't um, recognizing my face. There we go. There we go. Uh, there's really radical uh, organizations here in the United States. They're a prison abolitionist organization, so they want to, like, you know, um, end prisons. Basically, yes, in prison, (laughs) Uh, abolitionist. Uh, So and they support LGBTQ, HIV positive prisoners, um, you know, people across the spectrum. They have a pen pal program. They do prisoner written uh, newspaper to incarcerated members, provide court accompaniment, educate people on their rights. So it's like people uh, that are inside organized and then the outside, they uh, call us um, like free Free world allies. That's it. Free world allies. So tonight I'm hosting an event where we have been writing uh, postcards for the holiday to prisoners just to give them some support. A lot of them, you know, their families have abandoned them. It's probably, you know, a big reason why they're there in the first place because, you know, that's just when you're homeless and you're, that's already a criminal act in this country it seems. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so it's really, it's really difficult to navigate the world without, without support and sometimes, you know, you fall into, you know, the cracks and what, what happened. So we're just trying to send some support. So we've been writing uh, letters um, and little holiday cards to them today. It's, it's, it's been a very, very cool experience, very humbling, because, you know, mm-hmm. I do have, you know, for better or worse, at least a supportive family in that sense, um, you know, with the, with the queer thing. I don't, you know, I don't have to live the way that some people live, and they're, you know, and then furthermore they're prisoners, so they're isolated and, mm-hmm. you know, living very desperately, you know, yeah. not a lot of safety there.
1: And it's a threefold isolation. Yeah, it's, it's very scary. It's yeah. isolation from your family. It's isolation from society, and then, you know, specifically if you're if you're thinking about those. Um, who are those who are in prison that are trans. Yeah.
0: Uh, specifically in, from a trans context, you know, yeah. they're prisoners within their own and bodies. prisons don't respect a lot of the gender non-conforming, gender, you know, binary. They, they're not respecting that. So there's a lot of trans people, you know, that are prisoners that are not in the quote-unquote right prison, you know? Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's scary. And so it's, it's a, it's a very cool thing to be here. Um, you know, promoting that kind of connection and, and sending people just a little, like, you know, know that you're cared about and, Someone is thinking of you. Yeah. And uh, so it's, yeah, it was very, very cool. So I, I definitely encourage people to go on and, uh, you know, look up Black and Pink. They published this cool Coming Out of con- uh, uh, ugh, coming out of Concrete Closets, a report on Black and Pink's National LGBTQ Prisoner Survey. They surveyed, like, a ton of prisoners with, like, this 133-question survey about all kinds of things. Um you know, and found a lot of really interesting information about the lives of our LGBTQI uh, brothers, sisters, and all those uh, non-conforming, non- mm-hmm. you know, binary, um, about their lives and, you know, examining how, how can we change? How can we um, have a, a society that's better, that's not so focused on punishment, but instead is focused on transformative change mm-hmm. and, you know, forgiveness and, and moving on? you know? Yeah. uh, So anyway, so it's been great uh, doing that today. Um, On the fun side of things last night when I saw Jackie Beat, you know, I love her. I saw her Christmas show last year. I think I probably talked about it. Uh, This year it was Menstrual Krampus. Yes. um, Which was hysterical. So she had her horns and it was very fun and dark and campy and, you know, I love her. She's hysterical. Mm-hmm. So we love you, Jackie Beat. Yes. Love, love, love us some Jackie Beat. Anytime you want to be on the show. Yeah, and she, you know, she is really incredible. She's so talented and you know, she writes for a lot of people and and she's just uh, just her own thing. And yeah. I really appreciate that. And she did some really funny songs. You know, and of course she's very off color and you know, has her own sense of humor and and uh I, I don't know I'm just always wild by her so it was it was a lot of fun to go and she talked to me which is always scary because you never know what they might say uh, anytime that you're at a show and like a drag queen comes up and says oh what's your name you know and so we kind of had a little exchange and it was it was amusing nice <laughs> uh and not and not terrifying. Although I love that too. You know, I I I was when I was sitting at the table we were talking cuz I I knew I was kind of close to the stage and right in the path where people would walk off. So of course if she steps down and she it was like me or the guy next to her. Yeah, yeah, to me. yeah. And, then and she you're infinitely more
1: boat. interesting.
0: Right. whatever. But you know, I was like, "Oh, I hope she insults me." And then the day, you know, cuz that's wonderful. Like, of course, who doesn't want to be read to filth by Jackie, Jackie B? B or, yeah. You know, so yeah. It was it was great. It was a lot of fun, so. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, awesome. and then my birthday's tomorrow. Yes, yes. Or bury today. the lead today. Today, uh, <laughs> you're hearing this today, Monday the seventeenth. Yes, uh, yeah. So it's my birthday, but I'm not doing anything. I have an exam, so uh, and then I just plan to come home and rest. And then then you um, go into the knife on Wednesday. Yeah, so I'm just. You're gonna uh, have surgery. I'm gonna have a surgery. Hopefully, I won't get addicted to the knife.
1: Ah, you can't feel nothing at all. <laughs>
0: So your uh, thing bag
1: can sing. That's my favorite part when Paris Hilton comes in there. and
0: We hand me that book that's right there on the top. Yeah, that one. So I bought myself two gifts for my birthday. I, uh, first of all, I bought, there's this new uh, biography out uh, called Born to be Posthumous, The Eccentric Life and Mysterious Genius of Edward Gorey by Mark Derry. Oh, Gorey, okay. Yeah, who I love. I love Edward Gorey. You know, I've got lots of the, you know, um, the... Uh, the gory uh, Prince. Yes, the, sorry, there are people like walking around outside my window. Uh, I forgot. <laughs> There's people here. Yes. Uh, yeah, so I've got a lot of his books and stuff. But I'm always like very interested in his life. I've heard mixed reviews of the book. Uh, so we'll see. I'm going to read it. I guess... Um, the guy makes a lot of uh, uh, well the the review I read was the guy makes like this big mystery thing about him is the fact that he was gay. Oh. and it's like, well, that's not really a big mystery. I mean, he's even talked about it. He was kind of dismissive of his sexuality. He was like, well, I suppose I'm gay, but I don't, you know. It doesn't yeah. really matter. I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm under-sexed. Yeah. You no. Know? So, he, you know, it just wasn't something that he cared to talk about or make his life about. You or, know? like, thought it was the most interesting thing yeah, about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I'm curious. I, I do want to read it. Uh, so, I'm, very, I, I'm, I'm excited to start that over, over the winter break. And especially while I'm convalescing and healing from my wisdom teeth extraction, I thought, well, I'll get some books and, you know, read. Yeah, restore so got, the wisdom you've lost. Exactly, so I got that, and um, I'm excited about that. And then I also bought this new 200 uh, 200th anniversary edition of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein or the Modern Prometheus, Ah, uh, illustrated by David Plunkert, and it just came out this year. And it is gorgeous. It it's filled with all of these like incredible illustrations. I know you can't. Oh wow, that's beautiful. But it's. It's really amazing, and you'll have to look at it before you uh, head out tonight um, just, just to see some of the illustrations. It's beautiful. Um, Frankenstein was one of the first books I remember reading when I was really young. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, wow. bought me a copy of it, and I just... You know, read it. I, of course, as I'm older now, like, and as I got older and reread it, I had, you know, better and better contact, kind of like with Dracula, you know. Mm-hmm. But I was always, you know, I really liked Shakespeare, and, you know, I always like had a, a knack for understanding what they were talking about. So I mm-hmm. definitely, I think that helped, like, reading those kinds of uh, books early in life. Um, but, my copy, I don't know where the original... I've, I've had it for like 20 years. I, don't, I can't find it anywhere. But it I decided, decided... Yeah, I wanted to buy this new uh, beautiful version. So again, for the goth, morbid person in your life... Yes. Those are my uh, This my is two. your Fright School holiday gift guide. Yes, exactly. So the new 200th anniversary edition of Frankenstein just came out. Awesome. And uh, the new gory biography. biography. I recommend those. Those are the... uh those aren't those. Are the, those are the things. Those are the. That's the uh, plug-a-palooza. Plug-a-palooza. <laughs> we haven't we haven't called it
1: that in a while. Yeah,
0: I can't think of um, if there was any other uh, cool stuff um, that I've seen. I don't think so. That was. That's what I bought myself for my birthday this year. I do want to get a ukulele as well, but that's not horror related. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ingrid Michelson then? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just I'd like to learn to play it. I think it would be fun. Um, all right, <laughs> you're, you're
1: playing the instrument of my people. Yeah. Well, I will. mean, like Hawaiian people, but you know, island by. Yeah.
0: Association. I don't know how to play it at all. I, I every time I go to um, this uh, set of friends' house, they have them on the wall, and I always pull one down, and I'll just like fiddle around, pick with it. at it, you know, because uh, the chord structure is different, you know, all of that. And I, I don't, I don't really know, so I just end up kind of. I find a little sound and I'll just like riff on it, you know, just plucking it out. Yeah. I just pluck on it. Uh, like a lead on, <laughs>
1: you are you know, going to do like the Hawaiian reggae covers of like Melissa Etheridge tunes? <laughs> mm. I don't know
0: what I'm going to do. I just want to <laughs> learn to play. I just think it'd be fun, yeah. you know? Okay. Uh, so that's kind of the other plan. Otherwise, uh, Wonderful. you know, just going to heal. Have scary Christmas. I do hope to be mended pretty quickly so that we can. I do want to talk about all the creatures are stirring. Yeah. Which is out. Puka. Out. The, yeah, Puka. The, the Hulu. Hulu into the night. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina holiday special. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so we have lots to talk about, dear listener, but um, th- uh, not this episode. <laughs> not this episode. <laughs> this episode is just to check in and just say hello. And we hope that uh, if you don't hear from us before, you have happy holidays and yes, season's grievings. Season's
1: grieving's May you be safe during the long night yes and when dawn remakes the world um hopefully you're still alive hopefully all right joe well anything else you want to say joshua i would like to take this opportunity to tell you um how excited and happy i am uh your mother birthed you all (laughs) those years ago and uh, I can't imagine my life without you. Oh well, you're very. I mean, serious. I could. Yeah, it's infinitely boring and normy, right. and yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> quite blah. But yeah, it's all right. Yeah, you have. Uh, I mean, I'm not turning. I'm turning this into your wake. Like to know oh. you is to love you. It's a eulogy. Um, I like it. To Eulogize you. Uh, yeah,
0: you know, you're
1: you're 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 one of my favorite people. One of my special people.
0: Oh. Awesome. Well, I'm very happy to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Got me for another year, at least.
1: Yes. For the foreseeable
0: future. Yes. Hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully I'm not a statistic. Yeah. In the, after I go under the, when I'm anesthetized. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Um,
1: yeah. I just need to get in the will. Okay. All right. So when I'm in the will, You can
0: go. Okay. Sounds good. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, dear listener, happy holidays, school tied sleigh, season's grievings, uh, scary Christmas. Merry Christmas, Mary. (laughs) (laughs) We wish you'd bury the missus. She's been dead for a year. (laughs) All of that. (laughs) What is that one? All the things. Uh, There's another chance on the crypt. Alright. You know, just try all uh, trying to get all the puns. We wish you a scary Christmas.
1: We wish you a scary Christmas. We wish you a scary Christmas.
0: And a year full of fear. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Fright School is produced
1: by Joshua Napier and Joe Farron. Our intro was edited by Davy Boy Productions. Our logo was designed by Jamie Channel Guzman. Episodes are edited and engineered by Joe Farron. Fright School is produced in terrifyingly beautiful San Diego, California. Work.